This is Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and before we get started, let me be clear. This podcast isn't just about minimalism. It's a podcast about living fully. Over the past few years, I've learned that living with a little less in our homes and on our calendars leads to less cluttering up our minds, which simply helps give us the space to give our time and thoughts to the things that actually matter. So what do we talk about on here? We talk about minimalism and decluttering and how to get there, yes. But we also have conversations about pursuing intentionality in the things that matter, like our motherhood, faith, relationships, work, and mindset. Minimalish is a podcast for the women committed to contentment and loving the life in front of them, committed to living with a little less so they can create space for the things that matter most. What it's not about, how many spoons you should have, or any kind of rules or legalistic minimalism that promises you'll be happier if you just get rid of more stuff. Getting rid of stuff isn't what will make you happy. It's about the life you live with the new space you find. If that sounds good to you, grab a mug of whatever you like and stick around. I'm so grateful you're here. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and on today's episode, we are going to talk through the idea of intentional living. Now, this is something that technically we approach every week, pretty much, I'd say, on here. I like to cover topics of intentional living on this podcast in general. It's something that you'll hear in the intro of this podcast. It's something you'll see on the cover image. It's just this idea that this podcast is about living intentionally. And I try to approach topics specific to minimalism as well, at least once a month. But when it comes down to it, for me, minimalism has been a tool to help me live a more intentional life. Because buying a ton of stuff, feeling like I need the next best thing all the time, Those things keep me away from living intentionally. But I think we throw around this term often. It is kind of a catchphrase or a common thing to say right now. Um, A trendy word is what I'm trying to say. This idea of living intentionally. But what does it actually look like? And that's what I wanted to cover in today's episode. I kind of just want to get back to the basics of something that is so important with this podcast. Whenever I invite on a guest, I either am covering a topic specific to minimalism and decluttering stuff or a topic specific to intentional living, which basically covers anything else that we talk about on here, I'd say. So what is it? What does it even mean? And what does it actually look like to live an intentional life? Now, I ask this because lately I've been getting caught up in this idea of what does intentional living look like because my life is taking quite a change and quite a turn of what it has looked like these past few years. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back to my previous episode, the episode that is all about change, and I will put that one in the show notes. But a lot is changing around here, and I've kind of looked at this idea of, okay, but If intentional living doesn't only look like what I've been doing for the past couple of years, then then what does it look like as I move forward? How do I still live intentional as I go back to work full time? What does intentional living actually look like? And I think if you are anything like me, then you might get caught up in comparison sometimes. There are things that look like intentional living if you find yourself on social media at all following along with accounts that share intentional living type of things. Often accounts sharing intentional living type of things will share things like decluttering and cleaning and 
routines and rhythms and maybe intentional living for a person who is sharing about intentional living looks like staying at home with their kids or maybe it looks like having a really fancy creative career or maybe it looks like a slow cozy cup of coffee in the morning or being perfectly present in every single moment with your kids or the people who you live with. A lot of intentional living accounts share about homeschooling as well. These are just a few examples, if you go on there, of what you'll find. You'll find beautiful, tidy homes and beautiful families, and these are all really great things, all of these things that you'll find. But we don't all fit into these images, right? It's impossible. We cannot fit into the image that someone else is sharing about intentional living perfectly. And if you look at my Instagram account, you will see things that just don't resonate with you because you are different than me. And so living intentionally for me is going to look different than living intentionally for you. In fact, living intentionally, it it's not a certain specific picture. It doesn't mean that your home looks a certain way or that your life looks a certain way. We are all different, we lead different lives, we are in different seasons, we have different passions and callings, and that is a good thing. And I believe that no matter what your life looks like, we are all capable of living intentionally. I think it is a beautiful thing to pursue a more intentional life, but it doesn't look a specific way. So. What does it mean? What does it look like? I mean, if I'm saying it doesn't look a certain way, but but let's explore what it would look like for all of us individually. Because I think if we just define what this even means and we look at what would help us make it a reality or pursue it in our own lives, then we can all work towards more intentional lives. Intentional itself, the word intentional, means on purpose or deliberate. So intentional living looks like living life on purpose. And I think when we take a hold of that definition, we can make it our own pretty easily. What would it look like for you to live on purpose? Living on purpose in a way that is going to help you and your immediate family thrive probably looks vastly different than the way someone else would live on purpose. So what does that look like for you to live on purpose? It's easy to live life on autopilot and let life just happen to us. It's easy to play the victim and see things as if they are unchangeable. It's easy to have a fixed mindset and feel miserable or unhappy or just simply purposeless where we're at and believe, oh well, that's life. This is just how it is. To me, intentional living, the idea of living an intentional life means we are doing the opposite of that. And many people are living on autopilot like that. I know there are times when I do that, but my goal is to pursue an intentional, a life that is on purpose versus living on autopilot. Because I believe that this is my one life and I want to live it as well and as on purpose as I possibly can. So with that definition in mind, with the idea of living on purpose, Intentional living could look like pretty much 
anything that would make you and your family thrive. Maybe it would look like living on a budget so that you can get out of debt, or selling your home and going on an adventure cross-country with your family, or getting a new job because the one you're currently in has hours that just aren't working for your family anymore, or decluttering your home because you're overwhelmed by your stuff. These things are not fancy necessarily. They don't look exciting or fancy except for maybe the cross-country one, <laughs> um, but they are all things that depending on your season of life, depending on who you are, depending on what living on purpose might look like for you, these are all, th- these are all possible options. Obviously, the list goes on and on and on. I'm just giving some examples of just what living on purpose could look like. It could look like all of those things that I talked about earlier too. Starting the morning slow with a quiet cup of coffee, that could be living life on purpose for sure. I know many days, if I start my day like that, I feel like I'm living the rest of my day much more on purpose than if, if than as if I was abruptly awakened by my child to start the day. Choosing homeschooling might be a way that your family lives on purpose. Or creating a job that is your own and being your own boss, that might look like living on purpose to you. Being more present with the people around you is definitely living on purpose. So all of these things, they fit in this definition of intentional living, but they are not the definition of intentional living. The definition of intentional living is literally living life on purpose. So taking that definition into your life and figuring out what that looks like, that's what this is all about. It might look like big decisions, big actions that you need to take. It might look like small decisions, small daily actions. It might look one way today, and it might look a totally different way a year from now. In fact, if we are living intentionally, we probably welcome change because living on purpose might look like quite an adventure, even if it's just an everyday mundane type of adventure. I do think that intentional living, living on purpose, requires us to do a few things. I think that these are kind of pillars of intentional living in a way, or just things to come back to if you want to live an intentional life. If you're kind of like, I don't even, I wanna live on purpose, but I don't even know where to begin. I think these are things that can help us get there. So the first thing is to ask a lot of questions. Question everything. Question what your life looks like right now. Question what you had hoped and dreamed for. Question what your family is pursuing right now. What your family's schedule looks like right now. Question all of that. Ask questions and have open communication with yourself and with your family. And do not be afraid of change. What is working? What isn't? And based off of that, the second thing is to edit your life. There's a quote by Nathan Morris that says, edit your life frequently and ruthlessly. It's your masterpiece after all. What does that even mean? Well, it could look like editing your calendar and what is taking up your time, editing your home and what stuff you put in it and what stuff you allow to be in it. I love this quote. I love this idea of living by this idea of editing your life. Nothing has to be permanently in your life. Edit it. 
based off of what is best for you and the people that matter most to you and the people that you are responsible for taking care of. And to go along with that, because all of these things interweave with one another, edit your life based on... (laughs) Three, reminding yourself of what matters and keeping your priorities in focus. So obviously when you are editing your life, you want to base that on what matters most. So we want to, if we're living intentionally, remind ourselves often of what our priorities are, of what our purpose is, of what matters most to us. For me, I do this in the mornings. I even created an entire journal around it called Simple Morning Lists. And you can find that at simplemorninglist.com if you want to explore that more. But it's just basically this process I go through to set my day up intentionally by reflecting on what matters most to me, what I'm grateful for, and reminding myself of what I want for my life. And those things change from time to time. It's not like permanently always writing the exact same thing, but it's just this idea of coming back to my priorities, coming back to what matters most. And I think that this helps me live on purpose. And this is such a pillar of intentional living is just to remind yourself of what matters. Don't live on autopilot and just wake up and go about your day. Remind yourself of the important things, center yourself, whatever that would look like for you. And the fourth and last one is being present. So I do think, I mentioned that earlier, of just this idea of, I think we imagine someone who lives intentionally to be perfectly present at all times. And of course, that's not a requirement. We do not have to be perfect in any way. But being present and making an effort to be awake to our life, to be present to the people around us, even to be present in just every moment, even when we are, are alone, It doesn't, again, it doesn't look perfect, but just this idea of reminding ourselves to be in the moment more often, present more often, I think that's a huge component of a life lived on purpose. A huge component of an intentional life is one that we are actually present for. I want to thank our sponsor, Natural Cycles. Birth control may not be one size fits all, but if you've been searching for an all natural and scientifically proven method, Natural Cycles is your answer. It's an alternative hormone-free birth control option. Natural Cycles identifies your fertile window by using a smart algorithm that monitors your basal body temperature to identify when you're ovulating. Natural Cycles is the first and only FDA cleared birth control app. It's hormone-free and easy to use. Just take your temperature as soon as you wake up and enter it into the Natural Cycles app for the most accurate read. Natural Cycles uses this data to determine when you're ovulating. Natural Cycles is 93% effective in preventative pregnancy when used typically and 98% when used perfectly. But it's not just birth control. Natural Cycles can also help you monitor your moods, recommend the best time for a breast exam, and more. I love that it helps you monitor your hormonal health in general, and you can use Natural Cycles to plan a pregnancy as well. Just switch your app settings from prevent to plan, and I found the app to be super easy to use, and I'm grateful to find a hormone-free and science-proven option for birth control. Natural Cycles is the natural and effective birth control alternative that you've been searching for. So go to naturalcycles.com slash minimalish and use promo code minimalish to get 20% off an annual subscription. 
plus a free thermometer. That's naturalcycles.com slash minimalish, code minimalish, for 20% off an annual subscription and a free thermometer. All users must be 18 years and older, and Natural Cycles does not protect from STDs. Only condoms and other barrier methods can do that. I also want to thank Feels. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone if you said yes to any of these things. And right now, we've all been living through a time when many of us are experiencing stress and anxiety, maybe more than usual. Personally, I know that I have felt anxiety on and off over the past few months, but it's something that I've lived with all of my life. Feels is premium CBD, which is delivered directly to your doorstep. And Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. And what I love about Feels is that they offer real human support. So they offer a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels helps you feel better naturally. There's no high hangover or addiction. And you can join the Feels community to get Feels delivered directly to your doorstep every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Become a member today by going to feels.com minimalist and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot minimalist to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com minimalist. So that is my spiel on intentional living. And that's just what I've been thinking through as my life is changing a lot over this next month or so. I've been thinking about how do I continue to center myself in this value of living on purpose, living intentionally. And and these are just some reflections that I made and I wanted to share with you. But I also want to just talk about what does it mean (laughs) and look like to live intentionally right now during this pandemic that we're living through because everything has been thrown out of whack. So we might have been doing life on purpose really well earlier, like in January and February, but then when everything went crazy and we got locked down in our houses, I mean, that's not what it looked like for everyone, but you know what I mean. When, when stay-at-home orders went out, when life got turned upside down for so many of us, it probably changed, right? What is life on purpose? What does intentional living look like during this time? And how can we pursue it during this time? Well, again, I'm going to echo the fact that it does not look any one certain way. But the fact that we are still talking about this, it makes me want to reconsider it because I've had some episodes where I talked about, you know, how how I'm doing life during the pandemic. I had some guests on talking about this. But I'm starting to get the feeling that things are still going to be out of whack and weird and pandemic-y for a while longer. So I do want to approach this idea and just give some very brief ideas of how to pursue intentionality, intentionality, ways to live intentionally during this weird time. Of course, These might work for you. These might not. Again, intentional living is simply living on purpose. So find what works for you. 
assess for yourself what intentional living would look like in your specific pandemic situation, depending on where you are in the world and what you do and what your life looks like and what what season of life you're in. But these are just some things that have helped me and they are things that maybe might help you as well. So how do we live intentionally through this odd, scary, frustrating, mind-numbing sometimes season? This question is personal and I think the number one thing is continually and continually giving ourselves grace and giving the people around us grace and loving one another well with the people who are stuck at home with us so often these days. But outside of that, we can't just live a life of, okay, let's wait till this gets over and then we'll get back to normal. Like we have to figure out how do we live well in this season because this season is still happening. So here are a couple of things that have worked for me. Number one, reconsider routines. Your normal routines have been thrown way out by now. So whether you are back to work or not, still things are different, right? So reconsider your routines. Find what is going to work right now versus what has worked in the past. Change things up, even if it's just one routine, one small routine. Number two, get outside. I've said this so many times these past few months, so I feel like I don't have to say it again, but connect with nature, get outside move your body, (laughs) take walks, move your body in whatever way feels great to you. Just do that. That has made the biggest difference for me. I don't think I would have been living intentionally at all through all of this if I wasn't getting outside and moving my body and taking walks. It helps me reflect. It helps me just reset myself and it helps us honestly getting outside is healthy for us you can get natural vitamin d if you let yourself be in the sun for a while as well number three is pursue community so this is a little bit iffy because of course we don't want to just go out and about and be with everyone everywhere because you know the pandemic is still happening but If you are still at this point where you've only seen like three other people or two other people or the people that you live with for months and months and months, that might be driving you crazy. There might be reasons why you have to do that. And I totally understand. And for you, please disregard what I'm saying. But for many of us, we can probably safely see some other people and regain at least a feeling of community safely see them so that means if you feel like you need to wear a mask to see friends then do it if you can just you know stay a little bit farther apart from each other or make sure neither of you are sick and if you're not coughing on each other or sneezing on each other then you're probably going to be okay if you can do it in an outdoor space that's probably best whatever I'm not here to tell you how to do it even if this if this does if this goes against how you feel about the whole pandemic then obviously take what works and leave what doesn't. But I do think we are meant to be with other people. And I think that this is the main thing that is driving a lot of people to feel really depressed at this point in the year and really just, I don't know, not knowing, really unmotivated. It's just this fact that we are isolated. And so if you can get yourself out of that in some way by just seeing a few adding a few people to uh, the list of people that you see and doing so safely 
I think that's going to go above and beyond of helping you feel like you are living more purposefully during this time and, and honestly just making you a happier person and more motivated person because we are meant to live in community with others. Number four is to assess your space. So it could be a really good time to do that if you are feeling a little extra motivated or if you could just put 20 minutes on your timer and force yourself to do it. Just declutter one space that has been driving you crazy because chances are you are spending a little bit more time in your home still. Whether you are back at work or not, you're probably still spending more time in your home because you're not going out places after work. So assess your space, declutter some areas that are driving you crazy. This could help just bring some peace. This could help you have more clarity in your mind so that you can do other things in a more purposeful way. I know that this is something that we've continually come back to during this time because surely there have been many days where our house has gotten out of control because there are just three people living in here at all times we're making messes. But when we reassess our space and do a good little declutter of certain areas, uh, this has made such a difference. Number five is to work towards some sort of goal. Now, in the beginning of this all, I thought that I was going to write a book during this time. I have not made much progress on that. And I gave myself a lot of grace because with all those bucket lists that were going around, I think we all quickly realized that that was super overwhelming and that this is a really mentally taxing time that we are living through and possibly physically taxing if you've been sick as well. So the thing is, now we are months and months into this. I think it's time to maybe just pull ourselves out of that place where we're just doing nothing and waiting for this to be over you might be feeling really low right now. Like I said, I, I've seen a lot of people discussing that, that they are feeling that way. And it's not a normal time to be living at all. But having something to work towards, even if it's just something you work towards one time a week, can help keep us accountable for feeling like we are accomplishing something that is important to us. So whether it's a home project, a side business, a health goal, something that you're learning and something new that you're learning, this just can be something that can, I don't know, be a bright spot in our week or our day if it's something you decide to do daily to just have a goal that we are working towards. Of course, give yourself grace along the way, but this idea that we are still in this and it doesn't look like it's completely ending anytime soon. So having something to work towards, I think, is a good way to live more intentionally during this time. The last one is to keep yourself healthy. Now, we are in a pandemic, so I think this just makes sense. Um, Focus on immunity, whether that means eating healthier foods, choosing fresh foods as much as you can, uh, having some supplements you're taking. I'm not going to give any recommendations because I am not a health professional, but I think that this is just an important way to live on purpose right now is to keep ourselves healthy in whatever way, whether that's moving more, eating healthier, or just choosing some supplements that might boost our immunity in some way. 
All right. Those were just a few ideas off the top of my mind. I hope that maybe even one of them resonated with you and gives you some idea of if you're feeling kind of lost and purposeless and low right now, just something to kind of hold on to to move forward in a more intentional way. And I hope you enjoyed the chat on intentional living in general. I think it's good to get back to the basics sometimes and just define these terms that we so often use or we so often kind of use as pillars of the way that we live. It's good to really dig down deeper, define those, break them up and figure out what they mean to us personally. So that's what intentional living means to me personally. Of course, define it for yourself. But I think a good rule of thumb is what would life on purpose look like for you? All right, friend, that's all I have for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. If this one resonated with you, if you enjoyed it, share it with a friend or share it on Instagram. You can tag me so that I can see that you shared it. And I am so grateful for you for being here. I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.